Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. I just want to thank you all so much for pushing play and listening. Go ahead and share the internet radio that you're listening to me on with others. If you're um, listening as a podcast, definitely go ahead and share. Say there's a new one just dropped. And even if it's on YouTube, I think I probably will upload this one to YouTube. I haven't did that in a while, so I think I'll go ahead and get back to uploading to YouTube as well. And I just want to say thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for all the new listeners that might be out there today. Thank you so much and welcome to the Speak Life Now radio show podcast. It's going to prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. As always, I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you honor on this Memorial Day. Hallelujah. As many are remembering those that have fallen in the line of duty, we remember everything that you have done for us. We always remember what you have done for us. Lord, I thank you right now for every listener. I thank you for healing the the healing anointing. I thank you for your power, dear Lord, to set free and make whole, deliver any of those that are listening today. Thank you so much that you are available for them and they will feel your presence in this broadcast today. I just want to thank you in advance for what you're going to do for your people in your precious name, Jesus. Thank you all so much. I'm going to title this one today. And this title came from me just talking to a really good friend of mine. And I was telling them some of the things that happened recently. And, you know, a lot of times we're, people will talk about the storms, how you, you know, you're going to see your way through the storms. You're going to get through the storms. You know, we talk about all of those storms and many times say, you're going to get through it. Just get through it. You got to go through it. Go through it. Go through it. But what he said to me was, instead of saying go through it, he said you got to get to it. Get to it. So, um, also this is the end of, coming towards the end of May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So I want to make sure I recognize that. And so for for a couple of months of this year, especially after I went through um, the diagnosis of COVID and um, how it really um, messed with my mind. And um, after I got through it, that three three to four weeks where I was really, really sick for three weeks, took me about four weeks to really get back to 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 feeling halfway normal, but in the body, but mentally, remember I did a teaching a long time ago, probably about a year ago, go back and listen to it. Mentally speaking, mentally speaking, there was something going on in my mind that really was affecting and infecting me and I um so that when you know the COVID the COVID diagnosis that went through February and then in March I really went through um rough rough time in my mind and then with a lot of other things that was going on the storms that was coming from all different directions um people that I love dearly going through different things and all these things was coming at me um April also I went through it. Um, it. It was a good solid two, almost three months of going through that. Like I keep saying, going through. So when I was talking to um, um, one of my mentors, he said, "No, you're not going. Don't ever see it as going through it. You got to get to it." And you might be thinking, "Get to what?" So you can look at the word "get to it" in two different ways. You can look at it as 
Get to it, you know, when you're growing up. Come on, come on, get out there and cut that grass. Get to it, get to it. That means move quickly, right? Um, what he was saying in this is so for some of you guys, though, let's get back to that first one. Get to it. Um, you might be going through certain things, but you got to get to it. You got to get up, get up, get moving, doing what you need to do. Get to it. Get to the job. Get to the assignment. Get to the things that God has told you to do that you have put like in a um, a waiting mode. But now it could be you hearing this word right now. It's time to get to it. Right. But let me see the other um, the other way. So you may be someone that is going through. Um, like got a lot of opposition, a lot of things coming to you from different directions. Like you feel like you're in the midst of a major storm. It could be a financial, it could be health, it could be relationships. You could be in a ministry and, 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 and people are just leaving or, um, your finances could be attacked or your body could feel like you're going through something. You might've had a diagnosis, right? All these different storms could be happening, but you got to get to it. Get to what? And I'm gonna talk to that. Talk to you about that in a second. Get to it, right? So remember that. Get to it. So I went through that that period of time, and I want and I want to share also with you guys. So um, in October of 2022, I was going through a lot of things in my body. So let's just go back. 2020. The I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. The highest weight that I have ever been at. In 2020, when I got on the scale, this was doing, um, um, you know, I was furloughed and all that, just eating a lot of junk, 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 junk. And the, my highest weight got to 286 pounds. Yeah, I'm putting it out there. 280, because I'm hoping that it's going to help somebody. My highest weight got to 286 pounds. And then, um, whew, Lord, I thank you. Feeling a feeling of emotion all of a sudden. My highest weight was 200, I guess sometimes just revealing, um, opening up and sharing some things that you may not want to share, but it's going to help somebody else. I, I'm going to get back to what I'm saying, but I was just looking at on yesterday when um, um, Minister Sarah Jakes um, Roberts was teaching and her wig was slipping. And her wig was slipping and she got to the point where, you know what, well, I'm going to take this thing off. But in front of all those thousands of people all around the world, people are viewing and all that, she just took that thing off. So what I just did was I took off something. It was like, you know, don't, you don't ask a woman their age or I'm in their weight. Well, I'm 58. At that time I was, what, 56, whatever year it was, 55, 56, whatever. And, um, and my husband's weight was 286 pounds. I was really going through health wise and then, and I could say a lot of it was self inflicted you know um so I've been doing the work so last October, I said, you know what this is insane um if you keep going to the same place and doing the same thing, you're getting the same results, we all know that's insanity, so I switched doctors I switched to someone that was more um Yes, medical, but also nutrition. Then I also talked to you about a great friend of mine in Chicago, Illinois, that she has a PhD in food science. So the combo. So my blood work in November was horrible. Um, I mean, it was terrible. A1C was off the charts. Um, all these numbers, every number you can imagine, they this was horrible. So I said, okay, Lord, I got I to gotta do something. So now I'm at the weight, 
And I'm not saying it at the weight of 215. So from 286 to 215, I still got a ways to go. But my blood work has shown the process. I had to get to it, right? So at that point in 2020, when I looked at it, I'm like, why? Every time I eat something, my stomach is hurting or I have indigestion. Uh, I mean, I could even chew chewing gum and have indigestion. I was like, what is going on with me? Everything was out of whack. So during that time, I was like, I would try an error. Like, okay, I'm going to try this. I even tried vegan meals. I was like, what is going on? And it has not been um, an overnight um, thing. It's like, it's been a, gradually different things that I've done. Like, eliminating certain foods. I was like, okay, this is making me sick. This is making me sick. Um, and then I tried another program and lost like 20 more pounds and lost that. And this was doing different things and slight changes. So from... October of, I mean, excuse me, November, well, October was when I had my A1C done, um, and that was out of, out of whack, I mean, over 10, high 10s, let's put it that way. Then, um, I had all the other blood work done, and I never, you know, when I switched to this doctor, she changed, she, she did a full blood, a full panel on me versus doing just a few things, so you really don't know you don't know um, what's going on within you if you don't even know. It's it's you know how we know life is in the blood. Well, we gotta know what's in our blood, and we need to have a full panel. So she did a full panel when I went there. It was almost like a pint of blood. It was so many tubes of blood, maybe like fourteen. And the um the lab tech um technician told me he was like, look. After you leave here, go get something to eat right away because there was so much blood. And they was taking all this blood. And, and when I saw everything, I was like, oh, my goodness. So when I looked at, because, you know, if you go on LabCorp, it's going to show you your blood work. You go all the way back. And I was seeing that the things that never was checked before and what was checked. So now I'm nowhere to work. And a lot of it was supplements. I had to take more supplements, of course, eat correctly. And and this one of the medicines I was on was actually contributing to what I was the pain I was feeling daily. So what what am I I'm, I'm sharing all this with you guys because get to it. So I had to get to it and doing the right thing, and then I had to get to the place where I can tell you guys now when I got my blood work this week that my A1C had dropped to the point where it's pre-diabetic levels now. That's how far it dropped. See, in order for me to get to where I was going, though, come on here, I had to do certain things. So, okay, now back to what I've been going through, like, with the mentally speaking, the things that was happening in my mind. Um, just, it was just a, a rough period. And I, and, I, and I know maybe sometimes people might think I share too much, but this is how the Lord leave me in testimonies, to talk to people and show them that, yeah, you're going to get to it too. Oh, you're going to get through it, but you're going to get to it. You're going to get to that place. So all these different things was happening. And then recently, I experienced God, the power of God, the presence of God like never before. Now, you know I've been what I've been doing with Project Reach and all that. And that, that too, goes along with the healing process and the health and me doing what I need. Yeah, I know about Jesus Stripes, I am healed. We know that's the Word of God. But it also certain things that we have to do. Come on here. We're going to try to act like uh, I can eat chips all day long. And oh, I can um, have a lot of sodium all day long. And I can drink sodas all day long and keep confessing healing. Well, come on here. We're supposed to eat healthy foods. 
So some of the things like I like I talk about my friend, um, Dr. Hill says she said a lot of times people always talk about it's a generational curse. She said it's a knife and pork knife and fork problem. If you teaching your children to eat the way you eat, well, you causing the same thing over and over and over. So it's our responsibility. Yeah, our responsibility to protect our children, our responsibility to teach our children and show them the right thing, right? Okay. Anyway, like I was saying. I experienced the presence of God like never before. Now, I was going through different things, and I had went through the things I was telling about, the mentally speaking and the, the, the things in my mind, trying to um, pretty much make me, you know, it was just talking the wrong stuff. Say, you're not this, you're not that, um, you're not making a difference, why are you still here, all that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff. And you know, you talk to some people about it. And um, I thank the Lord that um, I do have a few people that I can talk to that don't judge me. But um, it's been, it's, it, was, it was pretty rough. But then I experienced the presence of God. And up, and, and so the presence of God... The way I felt his presence, even the day before and the day of, I still was had um, some things that tried to catapult me back mentally in a place that I didn't need to be. But the Lord brought me through it. And then the, the day of... Um, the per- a person said to me, and I want to share this because this has been used to manipulate me in the past with men, with spiritual leaders. And these are the words. Oh, you don't love me anymore. And they'll say that to manipulate, to emotionally abuse and mentally abuse me to get what they want. So that happened on the day that I felt the presence of God like never before. And what I had to do in this instance was, even though I didn't want to, I had to confront that person and I had to tell that person, hey, when you said that, because they opened the door and asked what was going on. So since they opened the door, I walked in and I, and they said, um, and I said, well, when you said that to me, it really hurt. And because I have been not only abused by men in my marriage is... Um, with those words, but spiritual leaders um, use those words to manipulate and spiritually abuse me as well. And they apologize and say, no, I wasn't playing. I just was joking. Anyway, um, I wanted to share that because afterwards I had to, um, I had an assignment to do for my, um, at my job. And the assignment was to welcome and do a greeting for um, a conference. And I've done that year after year after year. 
But all these things had happened. And I was like, I don't even know if I can do this. You know, because I was still kind of shook. So I was, you know, meditating on it. And the Lord said, you can do it. I want you to do it. Go and do it. So when I was walking up to the platform, I knew it was different. Um, And when I got there, as soon as I got the mic in my hand, the power of God, the power of praise, the... The anointing was so tangible, felt like I was shaking on the inside. Even though they may not have seen it on the outside, on the inside, I felt like I was absolutely shaking. I was like, How could I, what, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. And I just knew I started praising God, praising God, praising God. And they started praising God, praising God. And before everything started, before I even got there, I noticed that one side of the room was already lit it was already the power of God was there and they were already ready and came in ready they came in with the order came in ready to go they came in ready to praise God the other side was still kind of like mm, not quite there yet you know what I'm saying like when you like when you doing grilling I had spoke to I spoke to someone yesterday about grilling and I asked them I was like well how do you do it and they was just saying how they you know they put the coals in but they will also get some um, like some wood and some kindling, I guess you say, and things like that from the woods and put that in there to get that fire started. So the fire was already started, but all of it wasn't lit yet. So I get up there and I praised God. I was like, thank you, Lord. And I said, you know, I, I was just saying whatever came up out of me, it was just such a full on praise because I knew the attack that had just happened. I knew that no weapon formed against me was going to prosper. I knew that God was with me. I knew that no matter what they thought about me, it didn't matter because God was with me. I knew if I just praised him in the very face of the enemy, it wouldn't matter because God was with me. Even how the Lord had me dressed that day. He had me dressed ready for warfare that day. And I was like, why am I wearing this? He said, wear this today. And I get up there, I said, give God some praise. And I and I say this to you guys right there that's listening. If, and, and this is what I say to them. If you have, if you are able, come on here, to stand on your feet. Come on here, stand on your feet and give God a standing ovation. And when they did that, the whole place ignited. Everybody was, the, the, the power of God fell in that place. Hallelujah. That no weapon that was formed. That's why I said no weapon that's formed against me. That's why I said all the time, it's not going to prosper. Every time it forms, it just pushes me to a better and a bigger place in God. Come on here. All it does is just God uses it as a catalyst to take me to that next place. That's why I said get to it. Get, get, just give God praise. When you go in a place, you take that oil that you know that you are the oil with you. Come in and place ready to go. Like when they talk about the 10 virgins, how they already had their lamps forward or they already had that. When you are full of God, when you are 
when I talked to my other friend, the mentor I was mentioning to you, Dr. Harvey, when I was talking to him, he said, I said, yeah, I just had to get through it. He said, no, you had to get to it. You had to get to that moment because the enemy did not want you to know, hallelujah, hallelujah, how God was going to use you, but you got to it. And the, the enemy didn't take you out. When they're mentally speaking, was speaking the wrong stuff, it did not take me out. And it's not going to take you out either. You're going to get to it. Give God praise. No matter what you are feeling at this moment, you're going to get to it. You're going to get to it. You're going to get to that place. And God going to show you that he with you. It don't matter what it seems like. It don't matter if you think your finances may not be there. If you think you don't have the help there. If you think all these different things. Because that's what you're mentally speaking. When God gave you an assignment. God gave me an assignment that every black and brown home should have a blood pressure monitor. And then recently someone asked me, well, how many is there? I said, well, it's unlimited. But if I have to put a goal on it, let's say 1 million homes by the end of 2025. And then keep going. Because I know technology, uh, with the things with tech now, you can download apps. You can download different things to get, um, so you can monitor your blood pressure. But what the Lord has told me on yesterday, like when you um, partner with me, let's say you give $100. That's five monitors, right? You think, okay, that's five households. But it's really bigger than that. Because if it's five households, when I grew up, like I mentioned on the last one, Lord, I'm hot. The last podcast that we all grew up with thermometers in our house, right? So we was feeling a certain way. We was like, oh, I feel a little warm. Come get me the thermometer. It was automatic. It was in your house. So we got we gonna be changing mindset. So I remember my my parents having a thermometer. I remember my grandparents having a thermometer in the house. So. But I don't remember nobody having a hot, uh, 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 a hot blood pressure monitor. Because they did. Nobody had them. Only time you got your blood pressure check when you went to the doctor. But now it's one of those things that's needful for black and brown homes. It's really for everybody. But my assignment is black and brown homes at this time. I'm sure the Lord will expand it. But right now, that's where my focus is. So once we do that, okay, you got a household of five. You got, I mean, uh, let's say you got five kids. So you and your wife, y'all doing it, the kids watching, oh, what are y'all doing? Oh, we checking our blood pressure. As the children grow up, they be like, oh, I want to check my blood pressure. So it's teaching them something that they're going to carry on. So they get married, they're going to make sure they have it. And then their children will have it. It's the same thing, like what I'm saying, what you put in front of them with the food, that's usually what carries on. Well, if you put certain other practices and habits in front of them, they'll realize how important it is to make sure that they are, that their blood pressure is right, is in line. That what, what they're eating might be causing. So they'll know about what they just ate, right? So that's that's the whole thing about it. That's what Project Reach. If you want to partner with me, speak life now to the number two. Speak life now to at Gmail. And I'll reach out to me and say you want to partner and I'll send you more information. Speak life now to at gmail.com and I'll send you the partnership letter. You can look over it and look at everything that we're doing and then you can decide from there. Speak life now to at gmail.com. But back to it. Get to it. 
get to where God wants you to go. Get to the uh, the place where he wants you to be. Like people might tell you, and like I said before, prophecies that came out of timing, um, went out right out of right out of the streets pretty much, going into the church, and um so pretty much three days old. Getting all these prophecies saying I'm gonna do this, this, and that. And I didn't even know what I, I didn't know the basics. I didn't know the basics. But now I'm walking into these things. But I think sometimes those prophecies got me off course because I'm thinking, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this. Oh, I'm supposed to be doing that. No, it was out of time. And so when we're talking to those that have the word of knowledge or the word of prophecy for people, make sure that if you're going to give them a prophecy or, 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 or certain things, make sure you also let them know it's a time involved. Like you're going to have to go through certain things to get to, get to this. You see what I'm saying? Make sure we share all that stuff because sometimes I think it get people out of whack and they jump out of a place before they're supposed to jump out. How can a plant grow if it keeps jumping out the pot? Next thing you know, it's just laying there, roots, everything exposed. Okay, you know the answer to that. Anywho, get to it. Get to it. Things going to happen. Things going to come at you. But God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, he remains the same. His promises are true. Whatever he tell you, that's what it's going to be. You can, you can just believe that. If God tell you or give you an assignment, I, I'm looking at the things he had me to do. I didn't understand it at first when I was doing that. All the um, Sunday school lessons, he told me to keep everything that ended up being a book. He told me to start journaling and talking about some of the things of domestic violence that ended up being a book. He said he was going to establish me in, in speaking life. Now that's a non-profit. Then we also have the podcast. And then he said, why wait? Because I went through all of these things, um, that, that, that diagnosis back in 2012. And he said, and so when I got home from the hospital, I had everybody's, I had all these gifts I had bought when I had went on my little vacation. And I was ready to go hold everything until Christmas of that year. He's like, why wait? Give it to them now. So now we have why wait? Give them their flowers now. And then we, then now we have Project Reach. And Project Reach is rebuilding education, educating, and communities heal. But not only am I reaching others, it made me look inside of myself, reach deep down inside of myself, and realize, wait a minute, Lisa, I can't be out here promoting. Project reach and, and health disparities in the black and brown community and I'm not taking care of my own self. That's like preaching the word of God, telling somebody not to fornicate and then you go out fornicating. It don't, it don't make sense. So I had to do the work for myself. I had to get to it. And I still got work to do. But I want y'all to know that the process of it, of getting to it, getting to that healthy place in myself for me to be able to fulfill these assignments, getting to that place in God where the anointing and the power of God ignites a place where he can feel his presence and in praise and worship, people can be healed. People can be healed. People can be set free right there, right there. Get to it. If you've been waiting and having all this stuff, and I believe you'd be like, well, I, I, I don't know. God ain't telling. Is he telling you today? Are you hearing the word of God? Get to it. If you already have things that he's prepared, pull them out. 
You might have books of recipes. You've been an amazing cook all these years. You've been writing down these recipes. Everybody was like, oh my goodness, this is the best food I ever. Well, get your, get your cookbook done. Maybe that's it. Oh, you've been wanting to, um, like, you love to cook. And I want a food truck. I really want a food truck. Go ahead and get a food truck. My sister and my brother, my brother and my sister, Neil and Murray, they created a new app. It's called Grub Trucks. So it will, like, put your, um, where you're going to be located. You'll be, everybody go to that app and say, oh, so-and-so, um, vegan food truck is blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, I can go over there today. They're over there. So it's, it's, it's things out there that you can do. Just go ahead and move. Get to it. Get to it. Get to it. As you go into this week, remember to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. Speak life over this nation. The key to it all is you have to speak life now. Remember to co- continue to declare, God surprise me with your goodness for the rest of my life. And watch what all the different surprises. I got some other things I'm going to share with y'all. Not today because I got to wait for it to come in. But once it come in, I'm going to share it with y'all. And once again... If you want to partner with Project Reach, email me at speaklifenow, the number two, at gmail.com. Speaklifenow, the number two, at gmail.com. And let's get these blood pressure monitors into every black and brown home. Thank you so much. Share the podcast with others. Share, share, share. Follow me on social media. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And talk to you all again real soon. Bye-bye.